KCIM Sports presents the Pizza Ranch Saturday Morning Coaches Show with Sports Director Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, John, and good Saturday morning, everybody. Of course, welcome here to the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Appreciate everybody tuning in here today. We're going to be talking a lot of wrestling here and swimming and basketball coming up in just a little bit. Shane Vaughn, the head wrestling coach for the Kimber Boys, said to join us. We'll talk about their district last weekend and state qualifying. And, of course, we'll talk about the state to meet that wrapped up for them on Friday night. We'll talk with Eric Noggle about their district championship last week and taking eight guys to the state wrestling tournament and how those guys did. We'll wrap up their season with them as well as they wrapped up their season on Friday morning. We'll talk uh, Kemper Boys basketball. Sean Minahan, they're rolling right now through the playoffs with games coming up next week. Carroll Boys Basketball with head coach Randy Beeson. They wrapped up their regular season on Thursday night. We'll talk with Carroll Girls Basketball coach Katie Cook. They're back in action in the postseason coming up tonight on Kick 106.7 as they head down to Lewis Central. Casey Miners will have the broadcast. We'll talk more about that coming up in the interview and also uh, of course uh, with the close of the show as we'll have the local sports schedule we talked Kemper girls basketball as we wrapped up the season with head coach Andrew Clink we also wrapped up the Carroll boys swim season with head coach Deb Danner all of that going to be coming up here on the Pizza Ranch coaches show but of course we did have state wrestling going on yesterday and uh, we're going to take a look at how our area wrestlers did yesterday we'll start off of course uh, with last night's session and uh, we're going to uh, talk and see how uh, the guys did last night from Kemper, Isaac County, and South Central Calhoun. And uh, we're going to start with uh, Charlie Vite uh, of the Isaac Raiders. Uh, Charlie won his opening match, which was the fourth round consolation. He won it by fall at the 531 mark. Uh, Mark Natras of South Central Calhoun won his fourth round consolation at 624. Jake Earlbeck of uh, Kemper lost in his uh, fourth round consolation last night by a final of 4 to 2. And it was uh, Bryce Wiskus of uh, Kemper also losing his fourth round consolation matchup yesterday by a final of 9-4. Uh, we're going to move into the evening session yesterday, uh, or the morning session, I should say, uh, for that. And that was the Carroll boys. Uh, they had three guys in action on Friday morning as they all wrapped up their season as well. Uh, Kel Nelson got everything underway for them. He lost his fourth round consolation by a final of 7-1. Cooper Ludwig of uh, Carroll lost uh, in his fourth-round consolation at 7-6, and it was Owen Clucky losing in his fourth-round consolation matchup by a final of 5-4. So again, we've got Brock Natras of South Central Calhoun and Charlie Vite of East County coming up tonight. We also had one girls basketball playoff game last night uh, as the Class 1A. It was uh, Coon Rabbits Baird winning at home. They beat HLV Victor by a final of 40-26. Malia Clayberg, another big game, 13 points, 12 rebounds, 4 steals. Aubrey Hoffbauer had 13 points. Really Clayberg also had 9 points to go with 15 rebounds in that uh, contest. Uh, they'll now move on uh, to play again on Wednesday against New Alfonda for the chance to head to the state tournament. We'll step away take a break back with uh, more of our Pizza Ranch Coaches Show with Dr. Shane Vaughn. That's coming up next year on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. 
We're back here at the Peach Ranch Coaches Show talking right now with uh, Kimberhead Wrestling Coach, of course, uh, Shane Vaughn of the Knights. Outstanding run, outstanding season, Coach. Uh, you guys, I think, tied the record for most qualifiers for the state tournament with five last week. We hadn't had a chance to talk about the district, so great run for you guys over at Ogden getting five guys down to the state tournament. Yeah, um, that actually broke the record this season. Um, last year was four, that was tied. And then kids just showed up, um, you know, and even our guys that didn't quite make it down here competed their butts off. And we had a couple more that were just, you know, one or two positions, one or two situations away from being down here themselves. And so definitely a lot to build on going forward. Let's talk about the state tournament run. Then you took the five guys down there. What stood out for you about the way your guys competed? Heart. Every single one of them, uh, you know, every match, regardless of what the score was, win or lose, they wrestled with heart the whole time. Uh, you know, we had, I think, three or four matches that we won where we were trailing late in the third period, and kids were able to dig deep and, and just compete and find ways to win. And, you know, that's something that's really hard to teach, and these kids have done a great job of just wrestling with their heart all week, and I'm really proud of them for that. Coach, uh, Bryce Whisk is one of those guys. Two really late comeback wins, almost at a third uh, on Friday night as well. Uh, where did you see him kind of improve down here at the state tournament? Because it seemed like he took it to a different level. Yeah, his confidence. You know, Bryce is a kid that's always had the ability and, you know, sometimes had a little bit of doubt that slowed him down. And this week he just let it fly. Um, you know, it was a big stepping stone for him to get down here and then to come down here and just wrestle with that freedom of, you know, I hit my goal, I made the state, now let's let it loose and see what really can happen. And, you know, came up inches short of the podium. So he's, you know, he's a kid that any given day he can beat anyone. And it was really fun to watch him battle it out. And, you know, you can never rest when he's on the mat, that's for sure. Another guy that uh, made an outstanding run was Jake Earlback got into Friday night. I know things didn't end the way he wanted to, but what did you see from him? Maturity, I mean, poise. Jake's, he's been here before, but it was two years ago. Um, you know, last year, unfortunate injury kept him from getting down here, but the, the poise and the composure he showed and, you know, that blood round match against a kid we've lost to, uh, really not pretty matches the first two times and able to keep it tight and we're in on a, a shot that could have tied it up at the end and, you know, we know we're right there with a really tough kid and, you know, both of them battled and it was a great match. What does it say about him last year to miss it because of injury and then to come back this year like he did? He's a dog. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's he's tough. He battled back. He didn't make excuses. Um, you know, every loss he had, he came off looking to get better from it and grow. And that's what made him so dangerous this year that he wouldn't make the same make, mistake twice. And he kept getting better and better. And, you know, he's learning on the fly down here still in his last tournament as a senior. So it was good stuff from him. Caleb Hoffman, another guy that made it down for you. Um, I know things didn't go the way he wanted them to down there, but still picked up a win down there. Uh, where did he grow the most this year? Uh, you know, again, confidence, a common theme. We got a lot of guys that have the ability, but just believing that they can do it and going out and making it fly or letting it fly and making it happen. And, you know, his first match, that was a tough kid. And he went out and just took it to him and wrestled, his, wrestled well. And so that's something that we just got to carry in the next two years with him. Tate Barrett and other guys who are just kind of running through the state qualifiers for you. What did you see from him at the state tournament? His mindset was great. I mean, he came in first time down here. The nerves didn't get to him. He was unfazed by the, you know, the size of the arena, the noise, of the crowd, any of that. He just went out and attacked, and he looked the same on the mat he has all year with the, the aggressive mentality. He didn't, you know, he wasn't phased. He didn't take a back seat. Like, he went out and got after and attacked, and he looked really good down here as well. And I know Kobe Pierce, the guy that told me when he got knocked out on Thursday night, he says, I got to find the weight room. I'm not strong enough. Uh, that's a guy that's already focused on next year, the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for him, uh, he's a third year wrestler. And so getting down here was a big stepping stone for him. But now that he's been here and he's got a little taste of it, he's ready to come back next year and be wrestling on these later sessions. So 
looking forward to seeing the work that he can put in and the guys he can bring with him on that. And, you know, hopefully more young and green wrestlers can learn from his example and believe early on that they can have that success too. Last year four, this year five, you keep breaking the record for most guys coming down. What What's happening and how is this program continuing to build? More guys are buying in. I mean, it's, you know, early on we had a pretty small team, um, limited workout partners, and we're just kind of growing. And top to bottom, you're starting to find that depth. And with the depth comes better workout partners, which is going to elevate everyone in the room there. And so day by day, as, as we get better, top to bottom, we start to get those guys two, three deep that are tough as well. It's going to help us simulate that tough tournament atmosphere in our practice room, and that's going to make us better and better every time out, hopefully. What's the message going to be to the guys for the offseason? Just keep working, you know, day in and day out. Find that 1% better that you can get moving forward and, you know, expect to be here next year. It's not a hope. It's not a wish. It's an expectation that you get yourself to Wells and come away with a piece of hardware. Senior group, pretty special guys. Absolutely. Yeah, both of them. And uh, I believe this is the first time that since I've been a coach that all the seniors have qualified. So it was really awesome that both seniors were able to get down to Wells Fargo and not have that heartbreaking district end of their season. And, you know, uh, both falling in the blood round, they were able to make a run in the tournament. And while they came up short, they left it all out there. And, you know, there's not going to be any regrets from that because they both put everything they had into every match out there. And they'll sleep easy tonight knowing that. Well, Shane, as always, we appreciate all the time all season long. It's always fun. I love watching to see this program continue to grow. So thank you very much for everything, and we're looking forward to next year. Yeah, thanks so much, Jeff. You bet. Head coach again, Shane Vaughn, again with the Kimber Boys Wrestling Team. Back with more from the Beach Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show, and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. Back here on the Peach Ranch Coaches Show, talking some uh, Carol Tiger wrestling right now. His head coach, Eric Noggle, joins us. Uh, coach, first, congrats. We haven't talked since last Friday or last Saturday, actually. Uh, you guys, eight guys, I uh, found out tying a school record from back in the 1930s for most guys to make the state tournament. You win your first ever district championship. So let's chat about that for a moment. What an amazing season you guys had and what a run at the districts. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty fun year. It was exciting. Um, kids did everything we asked them to do. Um, parents did everything we asked. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun. Um, none take away from it. I mean, kids worked hard. It, the coaching staff, everybody's just involved. It was it was just a fun, exciting year. Coach, a really good first round. You guys got a lot of guys through uh, down at the state wrestling tournament. I think you were sitting in fifth in team points. What did you see from the guys in that opening round on, on Wednesday? I know it was a few days ago. Yeah, um, I just saw the same thing I've seen all year. They go out and wrestle. Whoever's in front of them, they put their heart in it, you know, put themselves in the best possible situations and never made any excuses, never made anything, tried, tried to put themselves in the best possible way. And, you know, same thing all year. They just came out and wrestled hard, and that's all we could ask for them. Some young guys, uh, you know, the Polking boys and some of those guys had some really good years for you and showed some really good signs down at the state tournament. What did you see from the growth from those guys and some of the younger guys especially made it down to state as the year went on? Uh, I, I feel we got better every day. I mean, that was our number one goal is just get better every day. And from the beginning of the season to looking at us now, we everybody on that team improved from day one to, to where we're at. And, it's just, and, that, and that's how you, you grow a program and you get better is you continue to get better every day and don't settle for what 
you're at. We, we could have been okay with like, yeah, we're doing all right, but get better and, and improve every day. And, and that's what I feel. They just, they put the time in, they put the effort in. We had great leadership from our seniors, um, our upperclassmen, our guys that have been to the state tournament before. Those younger guys have been wrestling for a while, you know, and the Cardinals program has something to do with this. I mean, Carroll County should be happy for what the Carroll Cardinals have done for both Kemper and Carroll. Um, we're, we're reaping the benefits of all the hard work they put in when they were younger. Coach, uh, second round got a little rough for you guys on Wednesday night, but guys bounced back uh, on Thursday, uh, quite a few getting through. So what did you see from the transformation from the struggles in that second match on Wednesday to what you saw out of the guys on Thursday morning? Um, I, I think that second round, we just we weren't as aggressive and we didn't move our feet. We just put ourselves in some positions that, that we usually we wrestle through and we didn't wrestle through it. I don't know why. And, and we were just heavy-footed. I don't know if it was just things weren't going our way or if it just the excitement of it. I don't know. I can't explain it. can't figure it out. But that's the one thing we did. We got down here on that morning and said, well, you got to let it fly. If you lose, we're done, you know. So maybe maybe their backs were against the wall and they fought their way out of it. And and, and we moved our feet and, and we scored. We got in positions to score and we, never, we were never out of it. That was the one thing I thought that we just continued to wrestle through positions and we didn't give up as many five-point moves as well that second round we gave up five-point moves like like it was tic tacs we we're just handing them out and and we, we didn't do that you know a little bit of it today gave up five-point move but you can't give up five points at the state tournament and think you're gonna come out on top you can early in the year because you're at a tournament but at the state tournament you, you can't do that and and I think that was the improvement once you guys got onto the backside, did you, you think part of the issue, it seemed like a lot of highly ranked guys dropping into the backside. It just seemed like there was a lot of really tough matches on the backside. Yeah, I mean, you're at state tournament, anything can happen. you got to be prepared for the number one guy to get beaten, and that's the mentality you should have. And, and if he does get dropped to the backside, it's your turn, you know, so you just got to take advantage of that. But, yeah, there's a lot of upsets, and and, um, and and I think we took advantage of some of those situations. But, it, it, yeah, it is what it is. How hard is it for a coach down here with eight guys? Sometimes you get two or three guys going at all. You, you probably got a lot of steps in, a lot, of, a lot of workouts in, I'm imagining. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like walking up down the sidelines of a football game. But it's, <laughs> it's it, it was. It was a lot of steps on our coaches, like I said. I have an amazing staff. I, you ask them, they, they just do it. And, and we all work together, and it's, it's a big family. And you don't even have to think. I don't have to worry about who's with who. Then we just go out and do it, and everybody jumps in. And, and that's the good thing. And our kids, our kids like that. that I, I think they get in the habit of not having the same person in their corner and, and to make that adjustment because everybody trusts everybody and everybody believes everybody. And, and my staff, our staff's amazing, and that, that's what got us through it. I talked to Kel Nelson before we came down. I interviewed him last Sunday and, and chatted with him for an interview for, you know, them guys mm -hmm. to use up top during the state tournament. One of the things that really jumped out was he talked about the love that you bring into the room every day for the kids. And I'm going to choke up a little bit talking to you about it. But uh, you can tell this group, you talk about it all the time. It's a family. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 100% a family. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's... You realize when you've been doing this long enough that it's, it's more than the sports. It's more than that. I mean, you're growing men. You're growing future husbands, future fathers, future workers. I mean, sports are fun. That's what you do it for and the excitement. But, you know, yeah, you chase medals, you chase glory, you chase all that. But in the end, you talk about how good you were and the memories and all that stuff. And, and that's what we do. We look at it as it's a family. We're, we're always helping each other. If things get ugly, we got each other's back. And these guys jumped in when I lost my mother-in-law and it helped out. And then it's, it's just, it's a family atmosphere. 
Coach, the future looks good. As you mentioned, you're losing some great seniors, but what are you looking at in the future with this program? We gotta keep. We gotta keep getting bigger and better. I mean, it's bottom line. Our seniors set the tone, and the class before it set the tone, and the class before that kind of set the tone. So, I mean, we either build or you don't, you know. And 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 that's that's the challenge to the next group of kids is who, who's going to put the time in, who's going to put the work in, who's going to put the dedication in, and who, who's going to get better and and who's going to get involved in sports. This group of seniors are involved in everything. I mean, they just we get involved, and I think that's the one big thing. Like I take out of truly at Carroll High is that be involved in everything. I know Kemper kids are involved in everything too with being a smaller school, but we got to get back to that pride of the school and pride of the community and pride of, of, of being a Carroll Tiger and, and bleeding that orange and black and, and doing everything we can to, to improve all the sports and all the athletics and everything that we got. So not just looking, trying to build our program, we're trying to build every program. We, we want success all the way through everything that we do. You know, we, 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 want, we want everybody to be wearing orange and black around town. I mean, no offense, but orange black's pretty good color, so that I, I enjoy that. You, you guys have started the Go Tigers trend a lot. Your kids are starting <laughs> to do that now at the end of interviews. Uh, Coach, I know it's not going to be easy, but you mentioned the seniors a few years ago, seniors last year, great group of seniors again this year. These are really special kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, it, and they hold a special heart just because my daughter being a senior and, and watching these kids grow up from little on up, you know, when, when you see them go through, it, it's just it's just a special spot in your heart. And, yeah, they're a good group of guys, and they're going to be lifelong friends later on, you know. Yep. I mean, it's it's that relationship that my daughter has built with them from little on up and, and the families and, yeah. Th yeah, thanks for making me choke up. Coach, I appreciate everything. You know, you're one of the favorite guys to talk to, so I thank you for everything uh, and appreciate all the time all season long. Yeah, I appreciate all the support, all the help. All the fans board, everything that's that's around, and everything that you guys do for our program and for our community—it's it's an amazing. We're pretty lucky to have guys like you around to support us. And I'll leave you with this: Go Tigers! Head coach Eric Nagel again joining us here on the Peter Ranch Coaches Show. We'll be back right after this on KCIO. Fleetwood Mask, a tribute to the legendary Fleetwood Mac, comes to Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson on Saturday, March 23rd. Wood Mask. Tickets are on sale now at wildroseresorts.com or the Iowa store. This is indeed McFleetwood. This band does it right. They even look like us. Saturday, March 23rd. Don't miss Fleetwood Mask at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson. Sean Minahan, head boys basketball coach at the Camper Knights, joining Casey Miners at Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network this morning here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. And, Coach, you guys picked up a big win on Thursday to advance to a regional final coming up against South Central Calhoun. We'll talk about that later on in this uh, while we're talking here this morning. And it seemed like it was a little bit of a slow start at first, and you guys got going, and then it kind of kept going, and you built a lead, really helped you guys get out to a big win on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, they were – South Harden's a good team. They had um, – Three seniors who, who play big roles for them. Uh, they're really capable of going out and scoring the basketball, play physical. Um, one of them's a really good shooter, so we really wanted to make sure we did our best to take him away. You know, he hit, he shot percentage from three was still really efficient, but uh, you know, uh, we we made it tough for him to get a lot of clean looks. So I was pleased with that. You know, offensively, I thought um, our guys did a pretty good, did a lot of good things. You know, you can't complain when you score. Excuse me, 80 points, but uh, you know, I just I we, we're going to have to be a little bit more selective with our shot selection. I thought we we're just we took some shots that we could have probably passed on and found some better looks. 
you mentioned that shot selection in the game. Uh, you know, how is that something you guys can improve going into SEC? Because SEC, a team I think, uh, has got a little more length than you guys. So, you know, if you kind of make those same mistakes, they can get out and run with it and rebound it really well. How do you improve, you know, on that in the next couple of practices you got coming up, preparing for the game coming up on Tuesday? Well, they're going to play a 2-3 zone, and we can't just shoot the first open three that we have is the biggest thing. Um, we need to make sure we're shooting the shot, the right shots, and then the flow of the offense, um, and then just get the confidence going. Because right now, um, you know, we haven't shot the ball percentage-wise the way we're capable of. Um, I think we just need to make sure we're attacking them. Don't Just don't settle for threes. We can get to the rim. Um, despite our lack of size, we've been able to get to the rim pretty consistently throughout the year. Um and if we don't win the points in the paint battle, you, you, it's against a bigger team, and usually we're pretty darn close with some. So um, ball movement's going to be what sets that up and then passing up some good shots to you may put, put the ball on the ground, drive to gaps, make them rotate, and see if we can't find some, some high-percentage rhythm shots. You guys uh, picked up a win on Thursday. Uh, I'm assuming preparation going to start for SEC right away. Um, you know, what's going to be the focus in practice, you know, as you guys prepare for the game? Uh, hopefully find our confidence in our shot, um, attacking their 2-3 defense. You know, they, they do have that length that's going to present a challenge for us. Um, they do do a really good job with their 2-3. You know, they, they had a slow start to the year, but they got hot, um, and they've been playing really, really good basketball, so we need to make sure we bring our best best effort there. And then, you know, they present a couple tough matchups. You got you know, Gavin Battos, really, really strong, physical, and can also shoot the basketball very well. <laughs> yeah, Cole Higgins, um, who's also a tough matchup, really long guard, good shooter. Um, he can score, does a good job, can score on all three levels, so he can use his body really well. They got the Anderson kid, who's a really good shooter, plays fast, and they got the other guys who just play. They understand their, what their roles are, and they don't really wander outside of it. So I got to cover the SEC game uh, last night while you guys were playing South Hardy, and Keegan Sword had a really nice job running the floor. Uh, and, and, and I think the overall aspect of, 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 how, of how they played their game, they're really balanced. You know, what's going to be the key on defense to kind of stop a team, as you mentioned, that's got, you know, three or four guys that they can really rely on scoring the basketball for them? Um, play our play our brand of basketball you know we want to play fast they, if they want to play fast they, you know they hopefully um hopefully they do want to do that because that does that plays to our advantage you know we that's where we got five different guys who average either we have four starters that average over double figures we have our you know uh carter putney is just just behind it you got jack baiting so and then Hans and Ben are more than capable of going out and scoring a lot of points. So offensively, that's not really a concern. We just got to make sure uh, we don't settle, take good, high-quality shots. We just got to make sure we bring it defensively and we're ready to play physical and, and not give them those easy looks and try to force them to take some tough outside shots. And then, you know, you keep sword and the Burnquist get off the off the glass. And that's how you show up and just ready to, be, ready to beat your butts off. I think you guys, the much deeper team, do you think your depth is going to be a big thing and you're, are you going to lean on it a little bit going into Tuesday's game? Yeah, and that's just where we like playing with that fast tempo. Um, you know, try to take the other team's legs away. So even if they hit some shots early, it's, we can't get too worried about it uh, as long as they're not. Um, you know, the easy shots is the ones we're going to get bothered by and get upset with. But, uh, you know, if they had a couple tough shots early, we can live with it because um, if we can keep, the 
pace of the game the way we want it to be, um, you know, those shots will stop falling for them later in the game. You mentioned Carter Putney a little bit earlier here as we were talking, and he had a really good game for you on Thursday, 17 points, hit five threes. Seems like he's really starting to start to shoot the ball really well from the outside. I know at the beginning of the season he didn't, you know, he's capable of stepping out making that shot, but didn't really step out there that much. It seems like here in the last month or so he's really starting to expand his game and step out there and shoot that three-point shot. Yeah, and that's just, I think he's really understood, learned to like what shots, um, are the right shots for him, you know, uh, catching him within the fold of the offense and not just because he caught the ball in the perimeter. Um, and then last night was kind of one of those. He, he had a couple good looks early, and it, they were one of those things where he knew they were good as soon as they left his hands. Excuse me, sorry. Um, and, you know, then once he got that confidence going, then, you know, the hoop just keeps growing. So it's a, it, that's a fun thing to experience for a shooter, and Carter was having fun with it last night. Um, so hopefully – you know, we can keep him shooting the ball confidently, and then if we can add a couple more guys shooting the ball like that, that would be nice. Sean, I want to thank you for joining us here this morning. Good luck coming up against SEC, and I'm looking forward to being down there for the game. Yes, thank you very much. That was Sean Minanan, head basketball coach of the Kemper Knights. We'll step away, take a break, be back with Randy Beeson and the Carroll Tigers here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll. Open seven days a week. Carroll Tigers head boys basketball coach Randy Beeson joining Casey Miners at Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network this morning on the Pizza Ranch's Coaches Show here on this Saturday. Coach, you guys pick up a big win against Harlan on Thursday. A much-needed win, I would say. We'll also talk about your district game coming up against Denison, a rematch from you know earlier in the month. But let's talk about that Harlan game first. Seems like the boys really played well and might have been your best game of the season offensively last night, or excuse me, uh, Thursday night. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh... We came out of the game uh, ready to go. We, we scored some points. We got some steals, played good defense, and we scored in transition a little bit. Uh, they came out and played uh, like a diamond and one, and then uh, we did a good job of making the extra pass and finding the extra guy and passing up a good shot to get a great shot and scored around the basket a little bit. And, uh, second quarter, they went to a 2-3 zone, and again, we did a nice job of sharing the basketball and not just selling for a bunch of jump shots, but attacking the basket uh, as well. So uh, I think we were up 18-11 after the first quarter, and uh, we were up 20 going uh, in the halftime. So our guys did a, a really nice job. Uh, we only gave up six points in the second quarter, and they got a, a big guy with uh, Franz Rice uh, down low. So we knew that he was going to be a handful, but we, we did a really nice job of playing help defense and making it tough for him. and. Uh, he had five points at halftime and only scored one point in the second half. So uh, we did a really nice job uh, defensively, and then we got out and ran a little bit too. So uh, first half was good, and the second half uh, was was just as good. So uh, we gave up a few more points in the second half, but uh, we we got shots to fall. We ended up making ten threes on the night, and uh, I think nine of them were all in the second half. And uh, you know Harlan made. 12 threes on the night and usually uh, 
most times you a team makes twelve threes, you're thinking you're probably not going to win that game. So it was it was nice that we could make some threes ourselves, but a uh, really good job of us defensively and then attacking the basket as well. Seems like Thursday night's win was uh, you know overall just really really good. One of the better games you guys have played this year. For sure, uh, which is crazy because uh, we had a couple of really good games at the beginning of the year, and you know you're trying to continue to get a little bit better all the time. And you know we we had a tough stretch there, uh, eight or nine games where uh, you know we had some had some injuries, had some sickness and illness, and guys missing games, and uh, so uh, you know we're a little uh, had to fight through that. But uh, it's nice to end last regular season game of playing good basketball sharing the basketball and playing good defense. And once again, it was such a team effort uh, on Thursday. Uh, Stone Stephen Aller had 20 points and, and led the way. And, you know, he's he can make threes, but when he attacks the basket and plays good defense and got some easy ones in transition, uh, it completely adds to his game. So he was really good. And Peyton Wardell uh, had 13 points in the first half and was a big reason uh, against the zone of finding a way to score around the basket and around the short corner spot. So, he was really good, and uh, you know Evan Hammer only scored six points, but he passed the ball extremely well and had rebounds and did a good job on their post player. And uh, Jared Moore, I think, had eight points, but he was huge on the glass and had five or six assists as well, finding Peyton Mordell uh, there in the first half. So it was a good uh, good team effort. You know, Will Schultz came off the bench and had three threes for us as well. So uh, you know, it was just a great team win, and uh, hopefully we. Can that rolling you guys got a district game coming up on monday you're going to travel to denison you saw them you know back on february 3rd lost 57 50 or 57 51 something like that i can't quite quite remember uh you know before we talk about the game overall how do you think you know the district pairing went for you guys do you like it uh you know if you win more than likely going to play adm if you get to the game to go to the state tournament. Right now, seeded-wise, look like it could be Bond or Rant, so two teams you've already seen this year. How do you feel like, you know, the Carroll Tigers fit in that district? Yeah, uh, I mean, you never know. You, you sit there, and, you know, you play all your regular season games, and you hope that you do a, a pretty good job so that uh, once it comes to the, the pairings, that they'll give you a high seed and give you a good matchups. But uh, we say all the time, like, doesn't matter who we play. You got to win three games, right? So uh, if you start looking ahead and start thinking, well, as long as we don't see these guys, or as long as we don't go this place, then then we should be okay. And uh, we try to stay away from that conversation. And uh, you know, you can sit and look at ours and say, man, you played Denison first game, and you got beat by them, and you play ADM possibly the second game, and you got beat by them twice. But uh, obviously, uh, we we haven't won those games, but. The Dunstan game, we were right in that game, uh, led for part of it, and uh, just weren't very good uh, defensively and, and offensively as well. And then uh, ADM, uh, we we felt like we played them really well at home and had a chance to win that game. And on the road, it was 30-30 at halftime and uh, struggled to score in the second half. So uh, obviously, it's one game at a time, and we got to get ready for, for Denison, but uh, we'll take uh, whoever we have to play and uh, you have to go on the road yeah in order to get to state you're gonna have to win some tough games so we'll have to be ready to go and hopefully uh good day of practice sunday night we'll be ready for monday 
Like you mentioned, you guys got Denison coming up on a Monday at their place. Uh, you played back on February 3rd. I assume probably going to go back, look at that film, kind of look at corrections you can make and kind of things to work on in practice, get ready for the game on Monday. Yeah, uh, we were terrible that game. I don't know if uh, you called that game or if you were there, but uh, we, we weren't very good. And you're right, we got beat 57 to 50. Uh, we only scored 50 points. Uh, offensively, we struggled. Uh, they got their hands on a lot of basketballs. We turned it over. Uh, we took a lot of tough shots instead of making the extra pass. And, uh, you know, they, they have three really good players. Uh, the Weavers kid uh, is really good. The Fink kid does a nice job as a guard. And then they got 6 8 underneath. So, uh, those three guys are, are their best players, and we'll have to do a better job of containing them and making it tough for them and uh, do a better job defensively. But offensively, we're going to have to be a lot more efficient. Uh, we went a couple stretches in that game where we didn't score point, three or four stretches, so or three or four-minute stretches. So, well, obviously, we'll have to be better. And hopefully, like I said, the game on Thursday, uh, we looked a lot more like uh, the Carroll Tigers that we thought we'd see all year. So, Hopefully uh, we can have a good day of practice Sunday night and be ready to go. And, and uh, even though we're on the road, uh, we usually have a good showing uh, uh spectators and fans showing up. So it'll be a fun one to find a way to go win a district game on the road. Randy, that's all I got for you. And thank you for joining us this morning. Good luck coming up on Monday. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. That was Randy Beeson, head boys basketball coach of the Carroll Tigers here in the Peter Ranch Coaches Show. We'll step away, take a break. Kitty Cook joins us next. Ready to fuel your career with a company that's making a difference? Look to Poet Bioprocessing in Coon Rapids. They're looking for a skilled plant operator to join their team. Get started with a generous sign-on bonus, plus competitive compensation based on your experience, comprehensive benefits, and a 401k match. Apply online now at poet.com backslash Coon Rapids. Katie Cook, head girls basketball coach for the Carroll Tigers, joining Casey Miners this Saturday morning on the Pizza Ranch's Coaches Show. Coach, you guys pick up a big win against Denison at home on a Wednesday to open up your playoffs. You're going to advance to take on Lewis Central coming up later on tonight. We'll talk about both those matchups. First, I want to get to you, you know, say congratulations on a big win. And it was kind of a hard-fought win at first, but you guys able to pull away as Denison kind of made things interesting in that game. Yeah, you know, I was part of our girls. They kept their poise when we um, struggled in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, we were able to make some free throws early on to keep us keep us in range. Um, and then, you know, our defense buckled down. Uh, Sophia Tigran came off the bench to hit four threes. Um, that really helped us out. As you mentioned, Sophia Tigran was huge in that game before you guys. Um, offensively, I thought it was a little bit of a struggle in the first quarter and the third quarter when I did the game, but it didn't really seem like it was a struggle. Just shots weren't able to go down for you guys. How do you kind of improve on that to get ready for Lewis Central coming up later on tonight? I mean, honestly, it's it's, it's just part of the game. Sometimes shots don't fall, so we, that's why we, we really like to emphasize um, tough defense because when, you, when you're not able to hit those shots, you have to rely on getting stops. At what points, uh, you know, in that game on Wednesday, did you kind of look at things and said, hey, this is something we need to work on and get better going towards Lewis Central? You had a chance to watch the film. I'm sure the girls have had a chance to watch the film, too. What were some of those things you wanted to really correct going into this week? Honestly, Casey, I thought we, you know, I thought we did pretty well. We only had six turnovers, uh, which is really proud of that, you know, that takes a lot of discipline. And I think we've come a long way at this point in the season. Um, we've kind of 
covered, everything, uh, it's just time to roll it out and, and, and let them do it. You mentioned the six turnovers that you guys had, and I, and I thought the offense moved the ball really, really effective on a Wednesday for you. Use the shot clock. I know that we've talked you know, in the past of me doing games, that that's something you really challenged the girls on here recently is to, you know, use that shot clock. How do you think that's helped your offense, you know, not coming down and just taking one shot, but really moving the basketball from sideline to sideline, getting other girls involved? How do you think that's helped the offense last couple of weeks? Well, I think it gets us better shots, and it, and it makes the other team have to guard. Um, you know, you make them have to guard for 25, 30 seconds. It's not easy if they're playing tough defense. Um yeah, and it, you know, we've been seeing a lot of zone because we do have a uh, good size. Um, so we, we do try to get the ball inside and outside. Um, yeah, and then coming up later today, today, today with Lewis Central, I'm not sure uh, we're kind of ready for a man or a zone <laughs> after the threes that uh, Caitlin and, and Sophia had the other night. I'm, I'm not sure um, if they won't come out in a man. How do you feel your shooting ability has gotten and grown the last couple of weeks? You know, it's been a little bit of a struggle, I think, for you to shoot the basketball from the outside. But as you said, you mentioned Wednesday looked really well. Do you think that's going to be a strength going into the game tonight? I, yeah, you know what? Let's just go with yes. <laughs> I mean, we've got some girls that can shoot the ball. It's, um, it's just a matter of, of if they're feeling it or not. We'll talk about Lewis Central a little bit here. Uh, you mentioned you don't know what defense they're going to come out and play. What do you know about this Lewis Central team? You don't really get to play much common opponents. Kemper, about the only common, and Denison, about the only common opponents you've played with them this year. What do you know about that Lewis Central team? Well, they've got a, a couple of good players in uh, Lucy Scott and Brooke Larson, um, an off guard and a forward there. Uh, they they combined to score 30, of the, 30 points a game. Um so we'll obviously focus on, you know, taking away some of their strengths if we can. Um, yeah, but overall, you know, a well-rounded team. Obviously, with their with their 17 and four record, they're doing something right. They're disciplined. They play hard. And they're well coached. Um, so we're just uh, looking forward to going in and competing and um, seeing if we can't uh, get an upset. You mentioned that you know they really have a guard and a post player that you know contribute a lot of their points for them. Uh, I know at times this year, you guys, when you have had face teams with a good post player, you've doubled them down low. Is that going to be something maybe you guys try to look to do out of your man or zone defense coming up tonight? I think we're we're ready to to make adjustments wherever we need to. Um, again, like I mentioned earlier, we've kind of we've covered a lot of ground throughout the season, so I feel like we have a, a lot of tools in our belt that we can go to um, at, at any point. I think I think your defense has been really your strength this year, and I think that the girls have done a really nice job adjusting to you know multiple defenses because there's been times where you guys have ran like a diamond in one or a zone defense or even thrown man at people. You like to run the man defense a lot. Uh, how do you think the girls have adjusted with that? And just talk about how the girls have been able to adjust to that because when most teams I think see a bunch of defenses and especially at the high school game, you can't throw a whole lot out there, but the girls have took took it in that knowledge and are used to playing a lot of defenses. For sure. Um, we, we like to make a, you know, stick with our man and generally and, and make adjustments out of there, depending on uh, what the other team can, can do. We've got uh, Molly Feld is a very, she's a very smart defender. Um, we can ask a lot of her. Um, Caitlin with her speed, Caitlin Aiden with her speed and her length is, is a really good defender for us too. 
Uh, honestly, all, all of the girls have have improved a lot on defense, and, and they're they're willing to to learn. They're willing to try different things. Um, as far as you know, like how you guard screens or um, where the help's going to come from, if the help's coming at all. Um, so we've we've really challenged them this year with some. Uh, game plan to game plan from one game to the next to to do some different things and and they've adjusted and and they like it better that way it's uh they're smart group so so they don't back down katie that's all i got for you and thank you for joining me this morning good luck coming up tonight against lewis central thanks casey that was carol tiger's head girl basketball coach katie cook here in the peach grants coaches show we'll step away take a break be back with more here on 1380 a.m 95.1 fm kcim here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Andrew Clank, head coach of the Kemper girls basketball team, joining Casey Miners with Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network this morning on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Uh, coach Clank, you guys lose a Tuesday night uh, to Sioux Central there in Sioux Rapids, 67, 62 excuse me, to 27, the final there. We'll talk about that game. Also kind of recap the season for you guys as well. First, we'll talk about the game and talk about the four seniors especially that really left this group for you guys on a Tuesday night, and I know that they had a big part of what this team's identity was this season. Yeah, you know, uh, four great individuals. Um, they're going to go on to do some phenomenal things in this world um, as they get older. Um, I, I can't say thank you enough to them. Um, they were uh, great pillars for our program. Um, I had the, lu- I had the lu- luxury of coaching them two years. Um, I wish I would have had them for two more. Um, but you know, um, they're, they're, they're great character kids. Um, and they're hard workers. Um, they never, they never give up. They never hang their head. They keep plugging away, um, whether it's in practice or whether it's in a game, um, you know, no matter what their role is, they, they, they cherish it and they, they give you everything they can. And I can't ask for a better group of seniors to go out with. Taking a look at the game itself, uh, me and Doug Wanaker were down there calling the game. In the first quarter, started a little bit back and forth. I think the uh, the Krager girls scored the first six points for Sioux Central in the game. They got up six nothing. You guys cut it to six two. You know they they made it twelve to two. You guys called a timeout. Were able to cut it to fourteen to seven. First quarter started kind of the way you wanted it to. No one you'd have to go up against a good offense. Yeah, you know we. We missed a couple of really good looks in that first quarter too. Um, you know, got what we wanted. Um, we knocked down a couple of shots, got to the got to the hoop, got to the free throw line, um, and <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they just kind of kind of wore down on us. Uh, we 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 kind of sped ourselves up. I made a couple of mistakes. Uh, couldn't get some shots to fall, and you know it was kind of the perfect recipe for you know them building a lead. And you know, kudos to them. They played great defensively, uh, increasing our our speed on the offensive end and defensively, um, you know, I thought we did a really good job taking away the first look, but then um, they, you know, they were extremely scrappy and getting the second chance, third chance opportunities. And when you give a team that many times to score, they're gonna, as good as they are, they're going to score. 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we started out well. Uh, I, I think, you know, we were we were ready to play. It's just it was a matter of fact that we just we couldn't get the ball to fall through the hoop and giving them too many opportunities on the on the offensive end. That it's it's tough for you to kind of climb out of. I think eleven offensive rebounds. What they finished with on the night. I think me and uh, Doug counted on one possession. They had four. Was it box boxing out issues? Was it you know them having a little more length than you guys? What was it on the offensive glass that really hurt you guys in that loss? Um, you know they were. I think they were. They were stronger than us, um, you know, across the board. Uh, they did a really good job of flying to the basketball. Um, we got caught standing around here and there. Um, but it really came down to, um, you know, us just securing the basketball. Um, you know, we were, in, we were in great spots, and, and kudos to them for for being um, a little more um, aggressive and physical and ripping the ball out or getting, you know, winning those 50-50 balls, which, um, you know, we talked pregame that, you know, those are the things we needed to win um, as far as, the details and uh you know that's that's a difference between you know a one-shot possession and you know two or three or possibly you know drawing a foul and you know putting ourselves in 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 a bad position i thought that the game as well was very fast paced and i think you talked about that a little bit they sped you guys up did you know going in that it was going to be a fast pace because i don't know if you guys have played a game as fast as you had on tuesday night yeah you know uh we knew they they wanted to get them down the floor. Uh, they got a lot of athletes that they put out on the floor, and and they they go and um, it's kind of their their system, their mo, and they're really good at it. Um, they if they get you get a steal, they're going to get out. They're going to run. Uh, if they get a, an, an opportunity on a rebound, they're going to get out and run the floor on you. Um, and you know we talked about that uh, that they that's what they wanted. Um, I think sometimes we we maybe got caught or we you know we're in a position where regardless we weren't going to be able to get more than two girls back in transition and and and, and that's tough i mean that's just kind of how the ball flies and uh you know regardless of where we were at you know it was it was a constant um hustle back and you know i think for us on the other side of it was you know we wanted to take advantage of them playing fast and and we had a couple of opportunities especially early on we just we just barely missed out on them and um you know that's that's a growth opportunity for us to see that to learn from it um to be able to say hey you know, we got to be able to make that pass, or we've got to be able to secure the basketball um, to take away that that runout opportunity. Kind of taking a look at the season as a whole now for you guys. You guys wrap up nine and thirteen. Uh, I I think started the season preseason ranked. Uh, maybe kind of can I say it was a little bit down season for you guys. You know, with that preseason rankings, but I think I think you guys did really well towards the end of the year. I think the girls were really playing their best basketball at the end of the year yeah you know i you know preseason rankings they are what they are um you know losing a a a girl that you know leads a lot of categories in our record books at kemper and kate mayhall um i don't think we really knew what we were going to be missing but you know she was a phenomenal basketball player for us she she just ran things so well for us and was a great leader and you know i think early on a lot of that was trying to find that out um you know how are we going to you know come together as a cohesive unit and you know, I I would say the season was was up and down um, at times. Uh, we were close and just about every. I mean, there was there wasn't a game where we weren't in. You know, at any point uh, throughout the year, it just you know not, that inability to be consistent for four quarters was uh, something that we struggled with. And you know, that's on me um, as a coach. Honestly, I got to be better with that um, and preparing the girls and um, you know put them in the right positions to be successful um, 
throughout a game, um, whether it's offensively, defensively, um, you know, up by whatever, down by whatever, you know, being able to uh, learn those situations and have that basketball IQ, uh, that falls on me. So i got to be better in that, in that aspect of things. When do you really think you guys played your best and what game really stands out for you, you know, this year uh, with, with this team? You know, what, what game do you think you really played your best in and when at the point in the season was this team, you know, at its peak? You know, honestly, I, up until tonight, uh, the Sioux Central game, I, you know, I thought that back half stretch of games where we went Grandview Christian and then we had Harlan. Uh, I mean, you could even throw Lewis Central into the mix there. Um, where, you know, as we closed out the season with Shen and Dennison, and, um, you know, I, I really thought we were starting to get things figured out defensively. We were, you know, holding teams well below their average. Um, offensively, we were, we were finding our groove, um, you know, leading into the ESAC game first round, uh, you know, a lot of good things. And I thought, you know, that's the whole goal of what we're trying to get to is you want to be peaking at the right time. You want to be peaking at the end of the season. And, uh, you know, I thought our girls really did that. They bought in. Um, throughout the year and um it started to show there towards the end um you know tuesday night at sioux central just kind of a, a different story of running into a, a buzzsaw what is i know we talked a little bit about uh it, it after the game on tuesday night what is this offseason going to look like for the girls you return quite a few pieces that played for you this year especially at kaylee simon's uh, charlotte hackford uh, the pudence girl off the bench uh, elsa a big one coming back for you guys uh, you know, what's the offseason going to look like for this Kemper team? Yeah, you know, we bring we bring back a lot, um, aside from losing our four seniors. And, you know, um, our JV team really started to find their, their uh, rhythm, um, especially throughout the year, starting from the get-go. Um, I think they finished at 10-4 and or 10-5 and five on the year. Um, you know, freshman squad didn't get a whole lot of opportunities from a freshman level, but they got some, uh, some JV time. And, you know, that that's the one thing that we wanted to look at was, you know, if they're not quite varsity ready yet, let's get them some, let's get them those reps. Let's, let's work with them, you know, cause that's all about what you need to have in a program is from the ground up. It needs to be um, building and, and growing and developing. Um, you know, we bring back some girls that got a lot of varsity minutes this year for us. Um, and we have a lot of high hopes for them. Um, we're going to have to work our tail off in the off season, um, whether it's, you know, playing some more live basketball, um, getting involved in camps, getting in the weight room is one thing we really need to uh, emphasize is getting stronger uh, with the basketball in our hand. Um, and, I, you know, I think just all the, the normal factors that factor into an offseason of, um, you know, growing in the, in the game forward, um, you know, getting a year older, getting a little more mature, um, being able to understand, um, you know, those ins and outs to just being a, being a high school athlete. Well, Coach Clink, uh, it's sad to see the season come to an end. Uh, I want to congratulate you on the season, and I had, had a blast covering Kemper this year, and thank you for everything throughout the year. Thanks, Casey. I appreciate it. That was Kemper girls basketball coach Andrew Clank here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. We'll step away, take a break, talk swimming with Deb Dinner when we return. Nutrien Egg Solutions of Brita is looking for a Class A CDL delivery driver who is able to lift 50 pounds to join their team. You'll love being a part of a great team with the best benefits around. Starting on day one, you're eligible for health, dental, and vision insurance. You'll also get benefits like paid holidays, sick leave, personal leave, 401k match, and an amazing three weeks of vacation to start. They're also looking for seasonal drivers for the spring and fall to help out during the busy season. So hurry! Apply for the CDL Delivery Driver or Seasonal Driver today. Call 673-2305 or stop by Nutrient Egg Solutions in Brita and ask for Kathy. 
We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show talking a little Carol Boys swimming right now as they had a fantastic run all season long and that continued right through the state swim meet this last weekend. Deb Dander, now the head coach, of course, is joining us. And Coach, appreciate you joining us. And, and as I said to you during the commercial break, uh, congratulations on a, on a fantastic finish to a fantastic season. Yes, thank you. You bet, Coach. As a team, you guys finished in in fifteenth place. You had uh, two different, uh, you know, I guess groups, uh, a group and an individual up on the medley stand with the two hundred medley relay, um, finishing up in seventh place, and Tegan Renzi finishing up in sixth place. But uh, just an outstanding performance uh, by this entire group to have two school records set at the state swim meet. Uh, could you have asked for much more? No, really. I mean, they they did an amazing job. Um, yeah, I, okay. So yeah, would we like to have all of our events make school records and be up on the podium? You betcha. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But, um, realistic, that was probably not going to happen, but, um, you know, we got two, two different events up on the podium and, and, I mean, that was just fantastic for us. So very, very happy with that. It's kind of become the running theme for us. If the 200 medley relay gets off to a good start, it usually means it's going to be a a good day. Well, breaking a school record and finishing seventh uh, is a really good start. Yeah, I would say that's a really good start (laughs) for us. So, yeah, Um, you know, we had uh, another team next to us that, you know, we've, really been trying to get all season so um it was just really thrilling to finally do that uh the boys were just really stoked when when they out touched this other team um sioux city uh you know we, we kind of have a little running thing with them yep um always trying to take out an event of theirs if we can so uh the boys were just were really really thrilled about that Kyle Sundrup, Legan Cease, Ty Thomas, and Tegan Renzi, the guys that swam that. Uh, did having somebody next to you guys that competed, that you were really kind of competing with, is that part of the reason you brought this broke of the school record again? Do you do you think this group would have maybe gotten it again anyway? Um, I mean, that was great motivation for them, but, you know, I, I believe these boys, they were just out to – make sure they made it up on the podium regardless of who they were next to. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't matter the team. You're, you're out to beat them. Uh, but it was just kind of a sweet little revenge or whatever that it happened to be Sioux City for us. So, um, you know, that just made it that much better for those boys. Coach uh, Legan sees 13th and in the 100 fly, Tegan Renzi uh, finishing 9th in the 100 free. Then you had Tegan coming right back in the 100 backstroke to finish up in 6th place and get back on the podium. So uh, how did you feel like those guys swam on the individual size? Tegan again breaking a school record with that time of 50-74. Oh yeah, he was absolutely thrilled with that. Um you know, he, he was hoping to hit a 50, and, and he did. So, you know, that was great. Um, you know, that's really his favorite stroke. So, um, you know, he that just made his day that, that he made it up on the podium with that event. Um, but, yeah, uh, Legan Steve did an amazing job with this butterfly and his breaststroke. Um, just couldn't quite make make it into that A final to, to get to the podium, but – um, very close and you know we've got more years with that kid so uh, I see that happening for him next year so you know we'll we'll wait and see then but uh, you know the, 
he he swam an amazing brushstroke. Um, you know, he's got a record of fifty eight ninety five, which is just fabulous for for us. So, um, you know, every year he just goes a little bit faster. So it, it'll be very exciting to see what happens next year. Coach, um, with the 200 freestyle relay, I know those guys really wanted the school record. Um, how did they swim down there? Were they happy with the way things went? Um, I mean, yeah, some of them went faster than they had at districts. Um, some were right, right within, you know, a couple hundreds of where they were at districts. So, um, yeah, they were happy, but but yet disappointed you know they they really wanted that record bad um but you know it just it just wasn't there for them this year and and it's it's a tough one to beat uh the kids that said it in 2009 you know they were swimming 21s in low 22s so um you know maybe another year and uh we'll have our boys ready to do that absolutely you got to a lot of those guys uh coming back and and some guys that'll probably be filling into those roles uh legan again then uh in the 100 breaststroke um finished 14th uh swam just over a minute um probably had been a long day for him at that point but uh, how did he do in the 100 breast yeah you know by the time it, it was a very long meet um a few issues along the way kind of held things up a little bit. So the boys were getting pretty tired. Um, and you could see it with not just our boys, but but all the boys that were there swimming. We're, we're getting tired. The coaches were getting tired. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was he was very disappointed with that one double all. But, um, you know, he had a great prelim meet, you know, to get him into the finals. So, um, you know, you, you can't be, you know, just too terribly disappointed with that. Um, you know, if, if and I tell them, you know, look at what the times are for all the other boys. They're all adding time also because everybody's getting tired. Um, so, you know, that kind of helps it out a little bit. Then he doesn't feel quite so bad about it. But, <laughs> you know, you still want to be able to, to swim your best. But um, two long days like that is pretty tough. And then the 400 freestyle relay to close things out. Tristan Blair, Ty Thomas, uh, Jacob Graving, and Tegan Renzi finished 16th. Uh, swam a 319 at 76. Uh, uh, good meet and, and good performance there as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, they, they still swam some amazing times there. Um, you know, we had a few of them that still went a little bit faster than they did at districts. So, uh, you know, that was made for a really good race for them yet. Um, didn't quite match our uh, our performance at districts, but it was it was very close. So, um, but they still have the record with that, so they are very happy about that. Deb, uh, you guys wrap up a great season. We've talked kind of all year. This group of boys was really competitive. Uh, got really close really quick, and, and all of these guys really enjoy swimming. So a uh, lot of different things uh, kind of went into, as well as the coaching that the, you and your coaching staff put together, I think all a part of that that people can't forget. So a lot of things really kind of came together for you guys, uh, and, and, and you had a, a really special year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we the, the boys, are they're, they're a great group of boys. Um, you know, and, and they've really been mentoring the younger ones too, trying to bring them along. 
so hopefully next year we'll see some improvement out of them too. And, and, you know, maybe we can get a few more at state with any luck. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been a great season and, uh, you know, a very enjoyable season. We, we really had a great season all, all season long. Well, Deb, congratulations to you to all the success, District Coach of the Year, and and everything well-deserved. Appreciate all of your time through the fall and winter sports season. We kind of joke about this, that we talk pretty much every week for about eight months out of the year. So uh, uh, you get a little bit of a break from me, and, and, and I guess we'll be back in the fall. So thank you very much for all of the time, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again come fall sports season. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you bet. Deb Danner again, uh, the boy swim coach with the Carroll Boys Swim Team. Champion Ford's new truck sale is going on now. All new trucks in stock are marked down and ready to go. Get low interest and save up to $8,000 on brand new F-150s in stock. Have a trade? Save even more. Get an extra 500 trade-in bonus from Champion Ford on all 2023 F-150s. More money for your trade. Now that's a hot deal. Get a new truck, more for your trade, and free oil changes for life at Carroll's Ford Dealer, Champion Ford, where everybody wins. That's going to wrap up the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show for this Saturday morning. Certainly want to thank our coaches for joining us here today. We talked to Kimber Boys Wrestling as we wrapped up the season with head coach Shane Vaughn. We also wrapped up the season with Carroll Boys head wrestling coach Eric Noggle. We talked to Kimber Boys Basketball with Sean Minahan. We talked Carroll Boys Basketball with Randy Beeson. Carroll Girls Basketball with Katie Cook. Also Kemper Girls Basketball with Andrew Klink. And we wrapped up that fantastic Carroll Boys swim season as well with head coach Deb Danner. Don't forget we've got more state wrestling coverage coming up for you today. Charlie Vite of Eastside County and Brock Nat of South Central Calhoun are going to be wrestling for seventh place. Uh, coverage will again be on our CB Sports Network YouTube channel with uh, Jeff Honnold and Bill Kane on the broadcast of this morning. So go to YouTube and search CB Sports Network to be able to pull up that audio broadcast again on our YouTube channel of today's wrestling, just the two wrestlers left. We also got uh, basketball playoffs coming up tonight. Uh, the Carroll Tigers head down to Lewis Central. Casey Miner's going to bring you that broadcast. He'll have it for you on kick 106.7 pregame coverage at around 645 tonight uh, with a kickoff at uh, tip-off, I should say, at 7 o'clock this evening. That's going to wrap up the Pizza Rancho Coaches Show. We appreciate you joining us. We'll be back coming up again that next Saturday morning. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody.